Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is Computer Talk with Tab, hosted by Eric Semmel of Tab Computer Systems. Interact with Eric and his guest by phone at 522-WTIC or 1-800-966-WTIC. Email them in the studio at gethelpattabinc.com or get help anytime at computertalkwithtab.com. Now, here's Eric. And good morning. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Bob. And we're here till 11 o'clock. Feel free to stick around. And then Dr. Lessie will be in, giving you a second opinion on your health advice. Uh, so... Uh, we have a couple lines open, 1-800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC, and we'll do our best to help you out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. Let's get right to your calls. Uh, you've been nice enough to call us on a Saturday morning. We're going to go to Bristol and Mark next. Hey, Mark. Mark, you there? Hey, guys. How are you? Good, good. How are you? Do you have a speakerphone? Uh, yeah. Any way you can I, I, pick I turned the radio off, so I turned the speakerphone on. I'll yeah. turn off the speaker now. Okay. Okay. You there? Yep. Great. Um, I have a quick Samsung Galaxy question for you guys. We'll try to help. Okay. Uh, I'm trying to buy an older S4, but brand new. And I've already purchased three of them from sellers on eBay, brand new in the original packaging. Wow. Mint in box, home. huh? Yeah. Yeah. Well, they say they're new. I'm, I'm questioning that now. But mm -hmm. they all do exactly the same thing. They randomly reboot. Uh, they shut off on their own. If I set an alarm for the morning, I'll oversleep because likely the phone will be off. Okay. Or they randomly overheat, and I have to pull the battery out, put it back in, and the battery may have totally discharged. Wow. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah. So I don't know if there's a point in the serial numbers where maybe they had a, a batch of bad ones hmm. <clears throat> that they sold that I have to avoid. But I'm on the way to the post office after this call to send back the third one to the seller. Yeah. And they immediately give me my money back without any questions, yeah. indicating to me they know there's a problem. Well, yeah. Well, you're, you're on to something probably. An S4 is pretty old. Can I ask you why you want an S4? Yeah, because I actually moved up from an S2 because some of the apps that I run, which are very simple, mm -hmm. uh, won't run on Android. I believe it's 2.26 and the uh, S4 is 4.12. Right. But that's all I need, and I don't want a huge phone in my pocket. And the, the S4 is about as big as I want to go. Okay. Yeah, Unless and you know of a, another phone with an OLED screen, even a different manufacturer, that's about the same size and the same performance. Well, anything's going to crush the performance that's current. That shouldn't be a problem. The operating system okay. will be Android 8 on anything new. Um, right. You know, it, I wouldn't keep messing with the old S4. Uh, you know, it's just going to keep causing you trouble. Could you continue to have these issues, or could you find one that's good? You could. Um, but eventually that old Android operating system is going to have the same problem. Your your apps are going to be updated to the point where they can't work again. Um Apparently, that S4 is notorious for problems out of the right out of the shoot. Mm. Oh, I, I've looked online, and there are forums. There are hundreds, if not thousands, of posts about the exact same issues mm -hmm. and how to fix them. And of course, I've tried every single one. Yeah. Uh, including buying a new OEM battery, replacing the battery, and within 
six hours it does the same thing. But it's right. hard to believe that they made millions of these things. People bought them, and I mean, what did they do if um, really like a fleet company that, buy or something? That's hard to believe, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> Galaxy Sorry. didn't they have the exploding phones? Didn't did, well, that was the battery technology was yeah. older back then, right? No, no, so this is recent. Example, the Samsung. Go ahead. I have a Galaxy S2 that yeah. I moved up from, but that never, ever once gave me one problem. Yeah. The only problem is, and I'd still use it, is it cannot run some of the newer apps designed for 4 Plus, yeah. Android. The, S, the S7, I think, was the Galaxy that was blowing up, and they had to do a huge recall. Uh, and, and, and even now, I mean, you, you'll find Pixel issues. You'll find iPhone X issues. I mean, I heard there was a, issue, a story that I was not even going to bother bringing up where the iPhone X doesn't even make phone calls right. It's a phone, for crying out loud. Uh, yeah. So yes, you can you can be a big company and sell something that doesn't quite work, but I would stop fighting City Hall. I would go ahead and get something current. And, yeah. You know, look at uh, look at Google look at Google Project Fi. Okay. And look at the phones they offer because along with that 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 plan, you're going to save a ton of money. I mean, my I've got a college kid who's paying twenty two bucks a month for a smartphone uh, plan total. And uh, you take take a look at it. There's plenty of options for smartphones that are current, powerful. You yeah. buy them. Um, a $300 Motorola is available there, and it's going to be a it's going to be a version eight of your Android, and you'll be, okay. I think, better shape rather than fighting oh, with I'm these sure. S4s. So I just punt and move on. You might have chosen a poor model to to stick with. <laughs> I think I did. I'm. I'm I'm one of the those guys that likes to stick with what they know, yeah. and you know I just like to buy it, add my data in, put my cl- uh, calendar client on, and just keep using it as opposed to going to a whole new brand of phone and so forth. I hear you. I don't blame you because you don't want to waste your time trying to figure something else out. Trust me, I understand that. Um, yeah. There's plenty of people so who get better that, things to do. Yeah. You think that basically all of the S4s had the issue, and, and like the majority of the people just put up with the issue. And none of them worked, or I'm not asking you, I mean, you can't. Well, looking at the forums, Bob said there's a lot of complaints. There's a lot of complaints, and I think it depends on what apps got downloaded. Apparently, there was some issue. Uh, It just didn't know how to handle it. They had battery problems, Mm -hmm. and uh, there's so many problems in there, I I couldn't even list them all. What vintage is this thing? How old is it, Mark? I mean, is is this something that came out in 2008? uh, Probably. Well, I don't know if it's 10 years old, but it's... It's certainly not new. I, I believe they're up to seven now. No, they're up to eight. eight uh, yeah. But that doesn't mean anything. Um, it's yeah. the date when that when the four came out. So this is a decades-old technology. You're never going to be happy. Well, I mean, I, I guess I actually I would be happy if it, if it worked. worked as well as my S2. <laughs> <laughs> if it just worked as the – if the electronics that – in the OS and in the phone work, yeah. I'm happy. I hear but, you. But that's not the issue. My The phone doesn't work, but the apps are fine. I hear you. If that makes any sense. It and does. I very, very simple apps. I hear you. You know, I, I, I know what you're going for. Yeah. But but technology and time marching on is not in your in your favor for what you are trying to do. Okay. Yeah, I I, I realize I'd have to probably upgrade again, but again, I'm getting these phones for like hundred and thirty dollars. Mm-hmm. And by the way, I I just use a, a prepaid uh, phone card plan because I can. There's so many Wi-Fi hotspots everywhere with yeah. Xfinity. And Comcast, which I have, yeah. that I really don't need a data plan, and I'm oh, not beautiful. one of these people that walks around walking into fountains looking in their phone. Right, right, right. Well, again, with Project Fi, you can do you get paid back for any data you don't use. So that's why my son's only, his bill is twenty two bucks. It's twenty two bucks a month for the cellular service, and then he only uses two tenths of a gig. 
of data. Uh, so uh, what was that? Fi or Project Fi? F? It's it's Google Project Fi, as in Wi-Fi. Fi. Oh, Fi. Okay. Take a look at it. There's only certain phones that work with it, and then, and you're technically in the market, so it'd be a good time to take a peek at this option for you, and you might be pleasantly surprised um, and spend I, a little bit less. I'm glad you uh, talked me out of trying to buy another one now. Stop it. Yeah, stop doing that, man. Yeah. All right, Mark? All right. Thank you very much, sir. I appreciate your help. Anytime. Take care. Right, you too. Bye. Bye-bye. Typically, the new models do get better. Yes, but his what he's trying to do, I wish existed. I mean, my wife's got a new phone, and I resisted getting her a new phone for a long time. For all sorts of reasons. But the main reason is Mark's reason he's buying that for. Because she hates to, to figure it out. She'll ask me the most insane, inane questions about the device. Like how to find apps on it. Uh, and to the point where she's frustrated about it. And I'm frustrated because I'm like, just spend a moment with the device. Rather than just the app like Facebook or whatever you're using on it. To get to know how the ringer works or how the volume works. Um, but if I could, I would be just like Mark. I would get her the exact same phone every time so that those questions are already answered. Because the moment you put a new device in a person's hand who doesn't want to take us that time to, to learn it, which I can understand people don't want to do. They have better things to do. Uh, they're going to constantly drive you cuckoo. Uh, maybe this is my outside voice and I should be careful. But the point is... Yeah. <laughs> Trying to do what Mark's trying to do is difficult because time keeps marching on and technology keeps getting, quote-unquote, better. So it looks like the Galaxy S4 was released in 2013, which still makes it about four or five years old. Yeah, which is a lifetime in cell phone years. Yeah, six months is a lifetime in cell phone years. Yeah. So, all right, we're going to step up for a quick break. Rich, Corey, and Frank, hang on. This is Computer Talk. We'll be right back. And we are back. This is Computer Talk the Tab. We're going to be at 11 o'clock and get to your calls here. we got Dan who wants to chime in on our last caller real quick. Hey, Dan, what's up? Oh, hey, how you doing? Good. Good. I don't want to complicate uh, Mark's decision there or um, create any confusion, but I found a uh, Samsung Galaxy S4 brand new at Goodwill four yeah. weeks ago, unopened, in a Verizon box, and it works great. Cool. I didn't download any any apps, but there's no overheating, there's no shutdowns, there's there's no nothing. It's so you got out. lucky. Yeah, I, I think what he's experiencing are some aftermarket phones that are being sold as new. A friend of mine essentially bought a brand new S5 mm-hmm. a few years ago and it had a phenomenal camera. She broke it. She bought a couple of new ones that were listed on eBay that were supposedly new and they just did not function the same way. Basically, had all these other problems. So, yeah. so it's buyer beware, right? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Good point. Well, I'm glad you had good luck, Dan. Yeah, thanks very much. Appreciate it. <laughs> thanks for calling. You got it. Thanks. All right, bye-bye. So, yeah, you can get some good good options as well. Um, let's move on to who's been on the longest here. Rich. Yeah, Rich. Let's go on to Rich in Plainville. Hey, Rich. Rich, you there? You with me? I'm with good you, morning. sir. What's up? Morning. Um, how are you this morning? <laughs> Not bad for a Saturday morning. Well, <laughs> there you go. Uh, thanks for taking my call. Yeah. I have uh, a couple of questions. First of all, how do I... Okay, um, I've got um, an HP laptop with Windows 10, just for a base point. Nothing's wrong with it. Um, uh, How do I create restore points? All right, Bob, you want to walk them through that? Yeah, um, what you want to do is um, the easiest way. Do you have uh, this PC uh, icon on your desktop? A what, what icon? This PC. Uh, if you're asking me what icon, then you probably don't. 
So then your best <laughs> your best bet after that is to uh, hit the start flag. We used to be a start button, but that's a flag now. Yep. Or a window. And then okay. type in uh, control panel. Okay. Yep. And uh, in the control panel up in the upper right uh, uh, upper right hand corner, there's a little search thing. You can put in uh, system restore or restore. Yep. Okay, that should bring you to. Uh, mine's running a little slow here. <laughs> <laughs> so that should bring you up to. Uh, uh, that should bring. That should actually bring the system restore utility up for you. And you can make choices there as far as how far back you want to go, what percentage of hard drive Correct. you want to set. Typically, it'll show you one restore point, but underneath it'll say show more restore points. And uh, I would recommend that you go into the settings because typically it gives you 1% or 2% space for system restores. I'd increase that out to 10%. Okay. Right. And then you'll get your restore points should be created automatically when you do major things or when you install software or on a regular interval. Or if you're about to install a new application, new software, I'd do a restore point before you start. That way if something goes south, you can go back to uh, just before you, you started it. You know, we got to stop using that phrase, going south, here, especially here in Connecticut. <laughs> going south is well, a good that, thing that's these the days. Point of the whole thing is I just want to um, protect myself, you know, create yeah. restore points um, yeah. so that before I make changes, i got something to go back to. Well, restore points are, is a part of the puzzle, but how are you backing it up, Rich? Well, that, that's going to be the next question. All right. Um, you have talked about uh, getting a, um, a standalone hard drive to do backups? That's an option, yep. Get an external hard drive or an external NAS device that's going to act as a repository for your backups, yep. Okay. My question has to do with what happens if there's a total crash of, of the hard drive and you have to replace the hard drive? Yep. You, How you... do you get to the point where you can restore your backup you need software that's going to take an image of your system. Um, okay. And eSUS is a good one. Um, I use it myself. And you can do image-based backups of your operating system. And uh, it's fairly cheap. I think it's $39 to buy the software. And okay. it'll do... We'll, we'll put a link. Again, yeah, we'll put a link up there. E, it's right. E-A-S-U-S. ESUS. E-S-U-S. However you want to call it. Say it. ESUS. ESUS. Um, We'll put it out there for you. It's inexpensive backup software, and you can choose that to do a, an image. There's more expensive technologies, too, uh, that okay. we've mentioned before, uh, but this is the one I'm using currently, and it works pretty well. Okay, but that will, that will create a, a backup image so that you can boot off of a standalone hard drive? You'll have to follow the instructions as to how to get it back. So you're going to load. You're going to have to understand how to do a restoration of that image. But the, to answer your question generally, yes. Um, okay, because at some point... You have to be able to boot the thing up so that you can do the restore. Correct. So what you're going to need to do at some point is you've got to have some sort of a boot-up disk, which I believe the easiest you can burn that to right. a disk, and then you boot up to that, and it'll give you the opportunity. It should be somewhere in the menu. To mount. To restore from a backup. That would be... Uh, your image, off the NAS. Your, your image, which would be off of your USB or your NAS. or Right. 
Half the battle, Rich, is understanding how you restore. Well, okay, but you got to get to the point where you can mm-hmm. boot it up in order to yep. do the restore in the first place. Oh, yeah. And yeah. that's, like, like Bob said, it's part of the technology. Okay, yeah. and that's the ESUS yep. can create one of those? Um... Yeah, it's ESUS to-do backup. Okay. And they'll, they'll, they'll explain to you how to create that boot disk and then deal with your restoration fairly inexpensively. This is a good way to do a backup. Now, understand that if the backup is there in your home, and you have a fire or a theft or some or in some sort of uh, malware that encrypts everything, that backup could be at risk because oh, it could be encrypted. So the second step then would be to have, if you do removable hard drives, you swap them off-site with your relative or friend or bring it to a safe deposit box, whatever you feel like doing, to get it out of your home, get it away from the computer so you have an off-site backup. Well, the first step is getting getting to the point where I actually – create the, yeah. the backups that I take to the you're <laughs> right. website, you know, yeah. and that's, that's no small feat either, so. Yeah, first things first, you're right. So we'll put a link yeah. up here for you. It's not hard to do. And, you know, it's a good idea every now and again to practice a restore. You don't have to go through with it all the way, but get to the point to where it would have run and at least find out if your backup software works. Or even the, boots, the, boot, the boot technology works. Or restore to uh, an alternative disk. Just, yes. just to go through the process so that you know how to do it. Yeah. But be careful. If you restore it all, if you do the restore, you're going to blow away what hasn't been backed up yet. <laughs> Don't I know it. <laughs> all right, Rich. Well, you're that's, supposed that's to. Half the, that's half the thing that scares me is every time I try something new, am I going to go too far and do something that I wasn't supposed to? No, no. Yeah, I hear you. So you just, just take your time, read the instructions. You'll be fine. Practice makes perfect. Yeah. Yep. All right, Rich. All right. Well, that answers that question. Good. One more quick question, perhaps? Uh, you got some, maybe a minute or so. Go ahead, real quick. Okay. Um, is there any definitive uh, manual published on, on Windows 10 that you could recommend? Oh, I'm sure there's a Windows 10 for Dummies series out there, or I, I bet. Um, definitive is a strong word, but those dummy series do a good job of trying to keep things in a simple way for folks to understand. So I bet you you can find a Windows 10 for Dummies out there. Okay. I'll all give right. it a shot. All right, oh, there's all sorts of them. All right. Thanks, Rich. Well, I was I was just asking if there was anything that you recommended. I'm sure no. there's all kinds of stuff out there. Not that I could recommend. Uh, okay. I, if I'm reading that book, I'm in trouble. Good <laughs> all right, Rich. All right. Well, thank you for your help. You got it. All right. So, yeah, those series are really designed for, for novices to kind of understand how that the operating system works. I'm not really sure I like how they say, you know, they... Windows 10 for dummies. They have the the idiots guides as well. You know, they're kind of harsh, don't you think? Come on, man. Just learning something new. We're going to be here till 11 o'clock. So Dave, Bob, and Frank, hang on if you can through the news. And one line open for you. We'll get to all your calls. Everything's been posted by Mike G's posting it live uh, to computertalkwithtab.com. It's the name of our website, .com. Also, if you follow us on Facebook, if you follow Tab Computer Systems on Facebook, and if Mark Zuckerberg deems it worthy, our news will go into your news feed. And, of course, you can follow us on old Twitter there at Tab Computer Sys. We don't have any fake bots. We only have real people following us. Uh, so if you follow us on Twitter, it'll go to your news feed if Twitter deems it worthy. Who knows these days? We'll be right back. And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. The lines are all jammed up like I told you they would be. And thank you guys for joining us on a Saturday morning. Let's go right to your calls. And we're going to go to Frank in Manchester next. Hey, Frank. 
Hey, how are you? How's everything going? Doing fine. How are you? Oh, good. Thanks, except for a little problem here. Yep. Uh, I went into my Windows Defender antivirus section, mm-hmm. and basically when, it, when I went into my history section, it says um, that I have a quarantine virus, a Trojan yeah. JS flafishy.d. And my question is, it was quarantined on two different days, on the 6th of this month and the 10th of this month. Uh, and then on the bottom it says remove this software immediately. And that's, I don't know if it's still in the system. But I don't know why I quarantined it twice. I, I'm just stuck. Choose to remove it. So you yeah. want to highlight it and remove it. Okay. Uh, for some reason you've got your settings set to quarantine rather than remove. Okay, so and, I just hit remove all? Yep. Okay. All right, it's going from there. It's going from the box. Yeah, that's good. Now, it, it could come back. It could come back due to the fact that you might be surfing somewhere that's delivering it to you. Okay. Do you run Open DNS? I don't know what that is. Okay. So, I just basically, I just do basic stuff. I just do email and I know. you know go to some basic Yahoo, MSN, and yep. all those sites. Nothing, nothing really. I know. Once in a while, Facebook. Yep. You went somewhere. Yeah, exactly. So if you put in open, if you configure Open DNS, you'll have a lesser chance of being hit with this type of malicious software because you're going to go, you're going to surf the internet via a safer superhighway. Okay. If, if that helps, you're not putting any software on your system other than an IP updater if you want to configure Open DNS further. But all you're doing is putting in particular DNS IP addresses so that your your browsing is now done more safely rather than using your internet provider's DNS. Uh, okay, okay, that's, uh, that's an issue. Now, how do I know that that's permanently off the system? How do I know that, it, like you said, it won't come back? How do I know it's permanently off the system? Well, like I said, Frank, you don't. Oh, okay. So you, it's gone now, we think. Right. We think it's gone now. You could okay. literally go to your Yahoo, whatever you do, right? and it's delivering it right back to you. Uh, okay. Who knows where you're going? Um, you could also use another re- uh, remediation tool called Malwarebytes. If you, I, I have I ran it several times and it, and it tells me it's it's there's there's it's it's free there are there are there's nothing good. there and mm-hmm. I also I also ran this um, uh, Windows malicious software tool right. and they told me there's nothing there either. All right, so three people three systems now have told you there's nothing there. Okay. Um, so as of right now, you and I could be about ninety ninety nine percent sure there's nothing there. Okay, real quick question, if I could, on my uh, on my Microsoft Edge when I use Yahoo email, yeah, it is 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 so slow. I, it it yeah. takes like thirty seconds for the thing to open. Get up. rid of Edge. Don't use it. Really? Use, use Mo- Mozilla Firefox or Google Chrome. Yeah, and I okay. think you really like Mozilla Firefox because it's screaming fast now. Yeah, wicked fast now. Okay, so just use one of those two instead. Yeah. Thank you very much for all your help, and have a great weekend. You too, Frank. Good luck. Thank you. Yeah, bye-bye. That's the creepy thing about malware is you just never really feel clean after you've removed it. <laughs> so my recommendation is to try to surf more safely with uh, with um, OpenDNS. Let's go to Bob in Rocky Hill who has a similar issue. What's going on, Bob? Hey, Bob. Uh, hi. How you doing, guys? Good. Um, I'm running an iMac. It's about six, seven months old on um, High Sierra. Yep. About a week ago, I was open, started opening up a website, and a skull and crossbones popped up, started mm-hmm. saying that it's taking control of my computer. Yep. And I immediately, I don't know if this is the right thing to do, but I immediately shut the computer off. Yikes. So did you, did, did you first say, wait a minute, this is an apple and this can't happen to me? Yeah. <laughs> Didn't quite get that out. Oh, okay. <laughs> but um, I... Started back up a couple of hours later, and I have no problems. Right. But my question 
question is, is it possible there's a hidden file on the computer someplace? They want you to think so. So what that is is a trick. It's, it's, a, it's a malicious website that is saying to you you're infected even though you're not, and then they're trying to trick you into paying for ransom that you don't need to pay. Because I would bet pretty, pretty, pretty comfortably that you're not infected with anything. Oh, okay. So uh, that's just a browser hijack is what it's called. And you can get that on any browser, iMac and C- – uh, what, what is the, the browser for? Safari. Safari, right, right, right. So clear, yeah. clear your cache on Safari. Yep. And then configure OpenDNS because you went somewhere to get that. That didn't just happen and say, I'm going to go find Bob in Rocky Hill. Bob yeah. in Rocky Hill went somewhere that brought that to your machine. Because I normally don't do anything like that. I know better. If I had a nickel, man, I'd tell you. You could have gone to a a legitimate website that got hijacked. Correct. Oh, yeah. Maybe you're maybe you're maybe you're you have a hobby that, you know, you went to that that site and it's it's infected and it's malicious in the background and delivered it to you. So configure open DNS. Trust me on this. It will reduce this from happening to you again. But they were just trying to trick you into paying for something you didn't need to pay for. Yeah. Okay. I went to open DNS last week. I did I did put it on I could only put it on my computer. I couldn't put it on a router. Okay. Um now it says something about clearing what do you have to do? Just clear the cache on that? Clear the cache on your uh Safari. Okay. And that should eliminate it unless you go back to that site again. Yeah, okay. <laughs> now, uh, now I went to put DNS on my iPad, and basically it, uh, would, it, it took it, and then it reverted back to my original router. Right, so the iPad is not going to have, I don't think, DNS settings. Right, Bob? Oh. Well, you're going to get it from DHCP. From so your router. If you don't put the uh, open DNS um, IP addresses into your router, you're not going to get it. Well, I... I so, well, I did put it into the oh, on the oh, it has to be on the router. Yeah, the router's handing out IP addresses to all your devices. And I can't do that. Why can't you? Uh, I didn't think Frontier would allow it. Oh, it's a Frontier router. Yeah. They, they probably wouldn't. They could default you at any moment for any any reason because they have to yeah. fix something. So the so only I put way it on to, my computer. Yep, that's good. At least you got something. But it does mean your other devices are not as safe as your computer. Oh, okay, so I can't protect my uh, uh, my iPad. I, unless there's specific spots for DNS settings within your iPad networking configuration, I don't have an iPad. I don't know if there are. Maybe there, there are. are. So you can do it manually, and I did it, but then it reverted back. On your iPad? On my iPad, yep. Well, you might have, maybe didn't apply the changes or save the changes because if they, I'll, I'll redo it. It's yeah, no big deal. Yeah. yeah. So put them in there, and you'll be a little safer. Okay. Thank you very much, gentlemen. All right, have Bob. a good day. You're our pleasure. You too. All right. So he's moving along. Let's go on to Dave in Waterbury next. Hey, Dave. Hey, guys. Good morning. Morning. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. I'm really not real good at any of this. Ever since my boys moved out, they were my IT help at home, right? Oh, yep, yep, yep. <laughs> I have a, an HP laptop running Windows 10, and I'm using uh, Mozilla Firefox as my browser. Okay, good. And everything's been running fine, but the other day... Uh, as I open up the uh, browser, uh, an extension keeps coming up that I haven't asked for, but I must have clicked on something that accepted it, right? Mm-hmm. And it's, a, it's an extension for tracking packages. So I don't know, maybe I was on, you know, getting ready to go on to track a package for UPS or, or Amazon, and I might have clicked on the wrong site, right? Maybe. So, so I don't know how to get rid of it because, uh, you know, I, I, I went into my control panel, 
And um, I thought I clicked on, you know, get rid of the add-ons or extensions and applied it, and it's still coming back. Right. You have to go to the menu button, go to add-ons, and go to the add-ons manager, and then you have to select the extensions and then try to figure out which extension is the troublemaker. Um, that's really the only way to manage it. You could also uninstall Firefox completely. And then and reinstall it? Yeah, you'll be, it'll be fresh. The extensions shouldn't come back. Um, for, that, for, a, for, for, for a novice, you think that's probably the easiest thing to do? That's what we're always trying to figure out for you guys. What would be the easiest way? Not necessarily the more granular way, but the more easy way. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if, if you don't want to fight with figuring out which extension it is, uninstall Firefox completely, reboot your machine, download the new Firefox. It should come, out with, should come down clean with no extensions. Okay. Perfect. All right. Simple as that. That's, that's hopefully it'll work for you, Dave. Appreciate it. Thanks, guys, for the call. Right, my pleasure. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. We're going to step out for a quick break. Uh, Alex, hang on. Three lines open for you. We're here till 11 o'clock, and then Dr. Alessi's up with uh, Healthy Rounds. He'll give you a second opinion on your health advice. We'll be right back. That's a perfect bump music for this. That Froyo yogurt co- uh, commercial that was just on is really cool. If you've checked out their frozen yogurt robot, we'll put a link up there for you. But it's no more humans to deliver your yogurt. You can just buy this vending machine, and the the robot will deliver your yogurt <laughs> cup by cup to your customers. No 1099s, no W2s, no no whining, not showing up for your for the for for work, the robot's right there. All you got to do is put the yogurt in it. <laughs> it's like perfect. So uh, I'll put a link up there for you to take a look at the the Froyo yogurt robot. that <laughs> was just on the commercial. It was really interesting, so I figured I'd take a peek at it. Let's go to your calls and go to Alex in Rocky Hill. Hey, Alex. Hey, how are you? Good, how are you? Good. So I'm dealing with an Outlook issue with my cable provider. Oh, boy, um, another one. Yeah, what, you know, my cable provider is one that I don't like, but that's a conversation for my therapist. <laughs> um, I mean, I, they, they just drive me to drink. Uh, if, I can cut the, if I can cut the cord with them, I would. I hear you. Um, so needless to say, I have, uh, I'm, I'm on an iMac. I'm using um, Outlook. Mm-hmm. And they recently sent me a letter. They wanted me to change my, uh, my income and outgoing uh, port. Yep. And I had to update the password. Yep. So I did what, I did what their notice said. Right. And... I can now receive uh, emails, but I cannot send emails. Is this Cox? I call them back. Yes, it is Cox. <laughs> this is your the second call today. Oh, I, I'm sorry. I missed the first one. Yep, first and, call. Uh, so long and short of it, uh, I called them up, and they walked me through a bunch of stuff, and then they said that I had to you know, contact somebody without look. But for a fee, they have their own little squad that could help me. Mm-hmm. And I said, look, I'm not paying any more fees to you. Mm-hmm. Um, if murder was legal for 10 minutes. <laughs> Stop you know, and uh, so so long and short of it, I did talk to somebody, and they thought that maybe it may be that the port is locked on my router, and I did I did say that to Cox, and they said no, that's not possible. But I don't oh, believe anything they tell me. Yeah, I hear you. So outbound, the port really doesn't matter. Inbound, yes, you would have protections turned on, but outbound, you can go out any port you want generally. Okay. Um, because you're you're initiating the conversation. So you're the second call, same problem today. Okay. Uh, okay. it is a Cox problem. And okay. what we advised the first caller was to completely delete your 
email account in Outlook okay. yeah. and start over again. Okay. See if that corrects the issue. Um, mm-hmm. Make sure you've got the right checkboxes. Is it is it the TSL or, or SSL? TLS? SSL. 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 Yeah, make sure those are checked and you've got the right ports to correspond to that type of yep. security. It is a Cox issue, though. Uh, you may yep. have to escalate it to level two. They shouldn't charge you for it. You're you're exactly correct. It's their problem. They're right. the ones, right. quote unquote, providing you the email service. Uh, and they're the ones that made the change. It was working prior. And they're going to actually do you a, a favor by charging you to have a guy come out and set it up for you? I mean, that's no, just... No, they, what... they wanted to charge me for a service. Uh, I know. Like a five dollar reoccurring monthly fee, so oh geez, you know, when, whenever they have a problem, <laughs> you get, I get to, to pay, pay them, them to fix it. That's a great business, yeah. man. That's a great business. It's like when they rent the oh, modem to you too. It's, it's a scam, <laughs> I'll tell you. And, it, our, and our politicians don't care. No, well, this is up to you, man. This is this is where you you talk to the politicians, but you know I don't think they're going to do anything about it. But no. you're on the right track as far as uh, trying to fix it yourself or escalate it to level two. Uh, over right. there, whatever that is. Keep dealing with their, their geeks over there to try to correct it for you. You can also tell them to pound sand and get an alter- alternative email box. Uh, but I can tell you, all these cloud-based boxes are trouble too. Um, well, and, and my game plan would be to do that. Um, mm-hmm. But it's, you know the way I look at it, if I got a Gmail account or something else, the way I look at it is you know, it's still like six months out before I make sure that everybody that, that knows me by the Cox email right. um, get the updated information. So they still got me on the hook for so long. Yeah. Um, let me ask you this question. Um, I lost my train of thought here, but That's okay. oh, when you said, when you said wipe out the account and reload it, yeah. would that, would that get rid of, um, like right now I'm in my outlook. I mean, obviously I got, you know, maybe no, your mail will not go away. Your, your mail will stay. Away. Your mail It'll will repopulate. stay. Repopulate. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you want to don't delete the account, delete the profile in outlook in outlook. So right now I'm in the accounts folder of Outlook. Okay. So what you want to do is close Outlook, go to control panel, and there'll okay. be an email uh, little icon in there. And yeah. then in there you can go and you can access the profiles. You'll see this profile. Oh, I see. So okay. then create a new profile and delete the old one. And uh, if there's something misconfigured in a profile, sometimes mm-hmm. you make changes. And the changes I don't think get changed in the background. So by deleting it, you're starting clean. Mm-hmm. And then all the data that was in the, your uh, mailbox folder yeah. Yeah, will stay there. Mm-hmm. So basically, you're just creating new uh, login credentials. Right. The other way I'm okay. talking about would repopulate it. It would re-download it, which could take time. Okay. Um, so yeah. Bob's is less intrusive. Yes, he's got the better way to do it. Well, with, with this cable company, that's all I got is time. Yeah, and believe it or not, I have the same. I'm, I run Cox as well at home, and uh, yeah. we have an issue with an IMAP situation on my wife's phone. Um, so it's it's yeah. the nature of the beast, and uh, they're going to stay. The fact that they charge people five bucks for Wi-Fi is funny, you know. I mean, well, you can put your own Wi-Fi in. <laughs> you need to get charged again for the same service. Yeah. They get to resell the same thing three and four times. That's a that's a great business. Yeah, well, <laughs> I'll tell you. I wish I was at the other end of. Uh... The business end here because uh, they're making a ton of money. I know, I know. We need more. Yeah. Com- we need more competitors, and if we get more competitors, then we'll have a n- uh, much lower cost. I'm all for that. Yeah. Okay, great. Well, thank you very much. Okay, Alex. So we're gonna be here till eleven o'clock. Feel free to get online one eight hundred nine six six WTIC five two two WTIC. As we wait for you guys, I just want to make a comment about sci-fi movies these days and sci-fi genres. So, my wife and I looked at the the Star Trek uh series there was a three 
a three-day window where you could get on CBS All Access, and, and you can do it now, and you can watch the uh, whatever you want for three days. And so, of course, that Star Trek series intrigued me, so I checked it out. What we're finding, though, what I'm finding is everything's multidimensional now. The whole new Star Trek was multidimensional. Then we watched Man in the High Castle, multidimensional. We just watched the silly thing on uh, Netflix, uh, the Cloverfield paradox that Netflix did, multidimensional. You know how hard it is to explain multidimensions to keep keep the wife focused on the sci-fi program enough to explain which dimension they're in? Why is that guy in that dimension talking differently than this guy in that dimension? They're both the same actor. It gets a little kooky, you know? You got Flash looking at World 2, World 3. It's all multidimensional. You guys, you're, you're out of ideas where they, now you're going to the point where let's just do multidimensions and we can do anything we want in multidimensions. We can, anything, anything goes in multidimensions. Well, the thing is, is the same actor gets to play different personalities of the same character. Yeah, Man in the High Castle is a great series on, uh, on Amazon. It's all multidimensional. They don't even tell you how the films go back and forth between the dimensions except for one time. But, I mean, it's, it's like multidimension everywhere. I mean, again, I'm not a writer, so who am I to complain, I guess? But it's just it's like, guys, you're killing me. You know, I gotta... She's like, what, who, where, what? what who, what's this guy talking about? Which dimension is he in? <laughs> is he the bad one or the good one? I don't know. Which one is bad or good? It's all a matter of point of view, right, according to uh, Obi-Wan. So uh, let's get to your calls here. Al's coming in from Avon. He's got a question. Hey, Al, what's up? Hi. What can I do for you? Uh, I've got the new Mozilla, which is superb. It's fast, Firefox. huh? Yeah. It's a rocket. Mm-hmm. Uh, printing. Every time I go to print, though, if I want to print a page, it sends it to my download file. That's because you're, yeah, you, you need to reset your, your default printer on your, uh, on your computer. Oh, okay. So you don't have a default printer, so Windows is managing that. I see. So when you set your default printer in Windows 10, yeah. it'll tell you, if you set your default oh, printer... Oh, not Windows 10. I've, I've got 8.1. Same oh, idea. Same thing. Same thing. Okay. Set your default uh, printer, and I think your problem will go away. All right, Al. All right. You know, I like the idea of uh, sending it to the download file. Say you want to pay a bill like CLNP or Eversource. Yeah. And uh, rather than waste ink and paper yeah save it to the download then after a month clear it out save so a tree you're right al it may it might be a good idea just yeah. to leave it then you got it all right well thank you you got it al thanks for calling all right bye-bye bye-bye i want to thank everyone for joining us on this saturday morning i want to thank you matt for producing my g for posting everything live and stick around dr Lessie's up next with healthy rounds see you next week T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.